this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Honey, I'm home. There's a place where the people are friendly. How about some marshmallow rice squares? Those are swell. The days are sunny. High 72, low 72, not a cloud in the sky. And life is perfect. It's a nice place to visit. Is that your meatloaf? It might be. It might be. But would you really want to live there? What are you doing? Hi, sport. Hi, muffin. We're in Pleasantville? No! We're like stuck in Nerdville. We're supposed to be in school. We're supposed to be in color? Hello, Mary Sue. Who's that? I didn't think you'd want to come here until we've been pinned for a little while. You can pin me anytime you want to. Or maybe I should just pin you. Now. What goes on up at Lover's Lane? Sex. What sex? You don't understand. You're messing with the whole universe. Open your eyes. Something is happening to our town. Certain changes. Spreading all over the place. Open your mind. Gee whiz. And discover... What's outside of Pleasantville? There's some places where the road keeps going. Nothing is as simple as black and white. Look at my face. It'll go away. I don't want it to go away. From the co-creator of Big and Dave. This behavior must stop at once. You can't stop something that's inside you. Pleasantville. What are we going to do, Bob? Well, we're safe for now. Thank goodness we're in a bowling alley. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) You're ruining it. Welcome to Recap and Gown, the podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I'm your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish, the class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? How much, man? The uh, Thanksgiving leftovers are gone. Oh. Thank God. Ate them all. Yeah. And uh, I took in a... Paramount Plus show that 
I was excited about, but once I saw it, was very disappointed in. Oh. I'm talking about Tulsa Tulsa King starring Sylvester oh. Stallone. And his rubber face. Yeah, I didn't want to watch that. And his rubber face as a uh, Jesus. F- as a former mafia uh, associate who's sent to Tulsa mm-hmm. to branch out the family. Oh um, is it a period piece or is it modern day? Oh, no, it's modern day. Oh, but he's, no. one of, he, he, he's one of those guys like, I've been in jail for 25 years. What's yeah. debit got? I don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? It's just uh, the last OG starring him and said Tracy Morgan, huh? Correct. Correct. Exactly like that, except the acting is terrible. Um, <laughs> it's very been a great actor. I, I understand, but they're, they're, he, the, this character, based on how it's written, it's, it's written by, Ta- by Ta- Taylor Sheridan, who, who did Yellowstone oh, and, yeah. and stuff. So, so you think it'd be like decent, and there is some good stuff here, but it needs a better actor in that role. <laughs> it needs an actor in general. But yeah. Things things blow up occasionally. There's like mafia stuff. So if you're into that, and, and there's the, the same guys who play mafia guys in every movie play his guys back in New York. And I'm like, of oh, course. that fucking guy. Great. Awesome. Perfect. Well, I'm sorry to let you down. Uh, I'll tell you two things that did not let me down. Um, mm. I've been in the, we haven't recorded for a couple of weeks with Thanksgiving and everything, but I, I've seen two movies since we last recorded. Uh, the first one that I went to go see was She Said. It was fantastic. Incredible acting. Um, you know, all the reviews that I read where they were like, oh, I didn't like it. It was because it was like, this was really well acted and really well written. It wasn't dramatic enough. And I'm like, do you want mm. to put a car chase in there? Like, it's a story about journalism. I'm like, what, what do you think yeah, it's going to be? What, what, what was it like watching the post or, uh, um, I would put it uh, in line with spotlight in line with, um, uh, all the president's men, like a very oh, that- serious, fantastic. There was a lot of drama in Spotlight. There was a lot of yeah. stuff going on. Yes, someone in. Yeah, but the drama in this movie's this, real. Yeah, but it was, it, was, it was kind of a little flat. Just the, the not the, for me. Um, not for you. The the drama that they have is all like, can I get this person to go on the record, and can I mm-hmm. get them to like sit down and have an interview with me, and like tell me their story, and you know, um how many details can we put in and and that sort of stuff like it was all very like inside baseball sort of drama and i think what they wanted was like the scene in the newsroom where the you know the uh the editor's like we're not going to print with this and then the Mm. husband is like you're not home enough where's my dinner like i think they wanted that to be the drama and like no the drama is like doing the job right um and also uh lisa bloom comes off like a complete piece of shit in that movie (laughs) Like she gets run through the fucking ringer. Um, the other one I saw was the menu, which is goddamn great. Um, was it delicious? It was. It was scrumptious. Yeah, <laughs> scrumdiddlyumptious. Um, yeah, I don't want to give anything away on that one, but man, if you're into like unsettling stuff and like a general sense of dread. And also, if you like making fun of like how awful rich people are, it's all those things. It is Great. real, real, real good. I'm in. Yeah, so go see those two. But uh, flying solo in the Lone Star State. This podcast chief nostalgia and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Not much. Um, I do want to see the menu, so I'm excited mm-hmm. to hear it was do it. good. Yeah. Um, I have been watching Andor. Oh, I hear that's good. Mm. It, it is. It's very like. It's not Star Wars. It's just like a completely different. It takes characters and things 
that are part of the universe, but it's kind of like its own deal. I'm mainly watching it because Bill, we originally tried to watch it and I kept falling asleep. So Bill's like, I'm just going to watch it without you. And I was like, go ahead, buddy. I don't care. Um, and then he's like, can you please watch it? Because I need someone to talk to about it. So. Well, Andor is about like the small folk, right? It's not about like the big empire mm-hmm. shit. Okay. Yeah. I, I'd be into I was that. Like, they, they, they misspelled the planet where the Ewoks are from. Yeah. What yeah, is only one Andor? But that's not like, what it is, right? No, it's no. Not, that's... I was like, Andor's a planet, right? And Bill's like... Okay. That's no, indoor. it's this man's name. And I was like, ah. oh, I would say I, I feel like before I watched it, I should have rewatched Rogue One mm-hmm. because uh, Cassian Andor is in Rogue One. And this is kind of like how he gets to be a part of that plot okay. to See, bring this plans to the Death Star to people. I haven't watched any of the Star Wars cinematic universe stuff because like, number one, I don't love Wait, Star Wars. You've like seen that. Star Wars though, right? Yes, but none of like oh, okay, the Disney. Okay. I've seen I've seen all nine of like the canonical okay. films, and that's it. Yeah, because like I don't I don't love um that story enough to like want more and more and more about that stuff. But the overall like world that they've built and the universe surrounding that stuff, give me one about like um that the band from the cantina going on like a tour. I'd watch that show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give me that. Or like you know, give me give me like uh, an obscure character that is not part of this whole like Empire versus Jedi thing. Just show me some shit like that. I don't need to see the main story over and over again. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There winds mm-hmm. up being someone that Bill had to point out. And it's like, oh, this re not like it's not like a whole Solo recontextualizing, which I I truly do not like the film Solo. But no. there is um a character in it that like is in the I think the the first the original three and you just think she's some like lame figurehead but then you learn in this one she's been like pulling strings mm. and it's but in an interesting way I it's good it's good I might I might give it a shot because everyone says it's very good the first two um, episodes are really slow but it's really like setting the scene and building the world so. I like that kind of stuff I'm big in the world yeah. building and uh speaking of world building Dana what movie are we mm. watching where can we get it and what is it about we are watching Pleasantville from 1998. Um, it is available on Hulu if you have that subscription. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, you got to rent it. You got to pay some money to people to watch this one. Additional money on top of your subscription <laughs> to those services. Um, and the synopsis via Rotten Tomatoes um, is impressed by high school student David's devotion to a 1950s TV family TV show a mysterious television repairman provides him with the means to escape into the black and white program with his sister, Jennifer. While David initially takes to the simplistic, corny world of the show, Jennifer sets about jolting the characters with doses of reality that unexpectedly bring a little color into their drab existence. Pretty good. A little color? Well, all <laughs> the colors. A lot of color. Oh. Yeah, that scene where that one dude just list colors for 10 minutes. Puce, I'm like, puce? <laughs> Puce is a color? Great. Puce is definitely a color. I'm sorry he didn't go to like aubergine, one of those. Mm. Chartreuse showed up though. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like I did. I thought I heard aubergine. Yeah, Chartreuse okay. definitely showed up. Uh, Dave, if you could give us a rundown of who's in this movie. Some folks in this movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, Toby Maguire as David or Bud Parker. Uh-huh. Uh, Reese Witherspoon as Jennifer or Mary Sue Parker. AKA Jeff Muffin. Dan- yeah, Jeff Daniels as Bill Johnson. Just uh, Bill, Bill Bill Johnson. Johnson. Uh, Joan Allen as Betty Parker. Uh, William H. Macy as George Parker. 
JT Walsh, rest in peace, one of the best character actors of all time. Yep. This was this was actually his this was his uh, final on screen appearance ever. This was released um, really after he passed away. Um, uh, But uh, Skip Martin, Paul Walker, also rest in peace. This is getting Uh sad now. Yeah. Margaret Henderson, played by Marley Shelton. Jenny Lewis, who plays guitar in a band called Rilo Kylie, if you're a fan. Um, Also just has her own solo albums. Yeah. One of those. I like Riley Kylie. Who does she play? Kristen. She's she's one of the kids at school. Oh, okay. um, in right. the original, in like the real, in the, world. In the colored world. Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't say colored. We'll talk about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, one of the one of the Rubisis, Marissa Rubisi as Kimmy. I think she's another one of the kids. World's ugliest woman. This is her third appearance on the podcast. Yeah. According to the... 100 girls, not us. Yeah, not uh, us. The ugliest. Um, <laughs> showing up for about suit. three. Showing up for about three minutes at the end of the movie, Jane Kazmarek is uh, David and Jen- Jennifer's mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, the TV re- repairman, played by Don Knotts. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah, I was like, there's, there. there's going to be a lot of people. Uh, I mean, um, Maggie Lawson and Andrea Taylor, they're, they're, they're like actresses now. I, I don't know. They were Lisa Ann and Peggy, Peggy Jane. I think they were part of like that trio of girls that just like, show up and get excited about mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, yeah, the double-named gals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's uh go around the horn here and give some memories of the first time we saw this one. Dana, what do you got? Um, I definitely remember seeing this movie. I don't think I saw it in the theater. I could check for tickets sub, but no, I don't think I saw it in the theater. Probably were DVDs out at this point? VHS? I can't Barely. remember. This is the um, this is the, the the fringe between the two. Okay, over so 98. So I think DVDs still were super expensive and not yeah. going on the players yet. Yeah, this is laser gotcha. disc was still a thing at this time, too. Okay, mm. so I probably watched this on VHS. I think I watched it with a friend. There are definitely moments and scenes from this film that are like parts of it are burned into my memory. And then I was like, oh, I didn't realize this. Like, I remembered it slightly differently. But yes, I definitely do remember watching this film before. Okay, Dave? It's on the theater. Uh, I was oh, I just you? turned thir- I was just turned thirteen, and they and they let me in without parental <laughs> accompaniment. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I forgot about how much of a bummer the first like ten minutes is when when it's like real life, yes. and it gets a yeah. little better once they you know go where they go. Um, yeah, theater, and then I, I think I owned the DVD at some point oh, for, for whatever. I think, I think I liked it. Pretty it sure I liked like it. You back loved then. it. Yeah. 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 I, I had never seen it before today. Um, oh. I'd seen like little bits and pieces over the years, probably like 15 minutes total of like scattered footage, mm-hmm. but I had never seen a whole scene of this movie at one time before. So this was new for me. Um, Dana, upon the rewatch, did it make the greater should have held this back? I, I was still entertained. There's some stuff that's real heavy handed, ham fisted. Oh, the hammiest hand. fist. <laughs> Handy hand, hand, whatever. Um, but yeah, I was entertained. It makes the grade. I'd give it like a B minus. Okay, all right, Dave. Uh passed. Liked it. A little long, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of interesting stuff going on. I thought the uh, Jeff Daniels character was really interesting. Very. Um, uh, the way he paints and all that uh, was was fun. 
all the bright purdy colors up against that that drab gray and gray and black and white background is mm-hmm. awesome makes everything really 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 pop um i was concerned about imagine watching that marathon and these shows changing so drastically <laughs> we'll, talk got, we'll talk about it about that's a question that, that i have they're, they're so crazy. also so, anybody yeah, else? a lot of confusion a lot of confusion yeah. bill pullman Jeff Daniels? Does anybody else get them confused? I didn't know which one was. I was more of a Pullman Paxton. No, no, but I yeah, Pullman Paxton. Yeah, Pullman Paxton. No. Yeah. Pullman because they're only because they're Bill P's. They Pullman and Daniels look more like a Pullman Paxton. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Pullman Paxton. I get them confused. Or no, Pullman. Pullman Daniels. Look at you. Look at you. Yeah. Um. For me, it made the grade, but there are problems. Uh. For starters, like Dave said, it's too long. Like this movie does not need to be two hours and change. Um. I had to pause it to have a work meeting and I was shocked. There was still an hour left. Cause like mm. it very much felt like there should have been 20 minutes left. I'm like, this is a, this is the part where we head into the third act. And I'm like, how was there an hour to go? Um, yeah. It also didn't really seem like it knew what it wanted to say or a point it was trying to make. And we never got resolution for exactly how the magic of the world worked, which led to a bunch of other issues for me, but the acting was very good. Um, very, very strong visuals. So yeah, I made the grade for me, but like uh, a better, maybe a better editor would have um would have helped out here to not make it feel quite as long as it was. Uh, before we jump into the recap and the segments, do we have any fun facts here? I think learning this fact really unlocked this film for me, mm. so I found it very useful. Uh, the writer director of this film, one Gary Ross, also wrote Big, which was his big break. Okay, Glenn Gary oh. Gary Ross got it. So yeah, he, he made some. He 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 wrote a lot of really good movies and directed yeah. a couple yeah. that I really liked. Yeah, yeah. I think he also did um, Hunger Games, uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Baseball, and Dave. My oh my movie. god, For Mr. Me. Baseball and Dave Hernandez, the Dave Hernandez story. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I feel like what you know. I just think like when you're like, oh, this came from the mind of the man who wrote the movie Big. <laughs> Which was one of the biggest films. What if you actually sit down and think about that movie? It's really creepy and gross. It's got problems. Got so problems. this film has problems. Big has problems. So you're yeah. like, oh, okay, this kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he did Hunger Games. Uh, I think he wrote the screenplay from Sea Biscuit, which is an adaptation of a book. Um, I'm trying to think what else he wrote. So yeah, so once I was like, oh, this guy's a weirdo. Yeah. So that's he, why he some of the stuff shit. just. Falls apart because this this plot kind of re- reminded me of another movie that, that came out not long before this that's very very similar. I wasn't sure if had had you seen uh, the uh, John Ritter uh, classic. Yep. Stay tuned. Before of course, I I, my, I one of the first things I wrote down is the first act of this movie gives off heavy stay tuned vibes. It's just the only difference is it's uh, it's a guy who really loves this particular show. And gets actually, it's pretty much exactly yeah, the Dana, same. You, you don't know from Stay Tuned? I, I gotta look it up. I gotta um, look it up. He gets, John he Ritter for huge... me is also Problem Child, so that's like a big. Yeah, he gets a huge satellite dish in his backyard, and like lightning Sounds strikes familiar. it and sucks him and his wife. Is it their kids? Who just him and his wife? Just I think just wife. him and the wife get sucked into the TV, and they're like stuck going through all these really effective parodies of like shows at the time that are all and it brings, and it brings to him closer to, it brings them close together and he was real he, he was realizing i'd come home from work all i would do is watch tv uh-huh. and I, I, for, I forgot about my family 
I want my, my family. family. Yeah, I they, want my family back. They, the one, the one that sticks out the most to me, they have like a really good, um, uh, like Tom and Jerry parody where it's just this yes. cat and mouse trying to murder him, and then they do a really good like Wayne's World, but it's in hell, and it's yeah. like Wayne and Garth are like decaying demons, yes. and they have like okay. the hot poker in the eye cam. <laughs> like yeah. it was, that was I want to watch the movie. They're right all now. Hannibal yeah. Lecters. Wow. Yeah. Silencer of the Lambs and 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 the and the installer of the satellite dish. What's his name? Uh, the the principal from Ferris Bueller, the really yeah. creepy guy. Yes, um, yeah, it is. Yep. Uh, um, yeah. I think this movie uh, terrified me as a kid, so I think I saw it once. I was like, I'm good. Oh, my brother and I'm I love that. We used to watch that back to back with uh, Mom and Dad Save the Universe. Oh, Mom and Dad Save the World, me whatever too. With uh, it's the universe. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, for me yeah. either. Well, you know, I'm a John Lovitz head. Um, any other fun facts on this one? Okay. Um, so I have to read this from the trivia, but basically, um, so there's a sequence where uh, people are in color. We're going to try to be color uh, colorized. That doesn't feel right either. I don't there's know no, there's the no safe way to talk about this. <laughs> but when people go from being black and white to uh, dramatic, color. yes, yeah, so <laughs> a lot of times, like the. You would think they'll just put the makeup as like gray or white or whatever. There's instances where drag queens have done this like incredibly effectively where they just paint themselves in shades of gray and it like it's trippy because it looks like they're in black and white, but it's it's not. So instead of like painting people that way, they actually just painted them green because it was easier um to like create a mask and like desaturate desaturate it like uh digitally, like using special effects after the fact. So like anytime someone like if one person's all in black and white and the rest of the people around them, I think, are in color, that person has been like painted with green paint and they like just took that. They did special effects to like take it out. Well, that's really effective. I mean, yeah, yeah, it worked. Yeah. So you would think it was that, but no, it was bright green paint that was easier to manipulate in post-production. There you go. I thought that was interesting. Um, speaking of the drag queen thing, there's a, a number of episodes of uh, Face Off where they do like um, black and white character sort of, you know, decolorizing. And they always get like dinged if they just do like black, white and shades of gray. They're like, no, no, no. Like put a little tiny bit of blue in there and it's going to make it feel more real than just like straight up black and white and gray. So I'm not sure why that works, but they're like, yeah, the tiniest little bit of blue is what you need because if it's just flat, it looks not real. Fuck if I know what's going on with that. Um, let's get into the recap and the segments here. Dana, where do you want to get us started? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Okay, so I was really like, do we go from start to finish? Because it is a long movie. It is like two hours and four minutes. It's long. It's long. There's one point I stopped it because I was like, man, I should really eat breakfast because I was watching it (laughs) early this morning. And I was like, I got to use the restroom. I've got to be most of the way done. Paused it. I still had an hour and 10 minutes left. And mm-hmm. I was just like, what? What is happening to my life? Right. But as Dave mentioned, um, the opening is kind of bleak. 
name it at the so like the beginning is like someone's flipping through channels um it's infomercials poor dion warwick her psychic her psychic friends network commercial yeah. pops up but basically of like shitty shitty tv from 1998 and then an ad pops up for tv time aka nick at night where all they do is play reruns and there's about to be a pleasantville marathon and the commercial says a tv that harkens back to pure family values like a warm greeting and then there's a clip from the show proper nutrition there's another one and then safe sex and it shows like the two beds separated <laughs> odd thing to say uh like so tv funny. time it feels like a super earnest channel that just like really appreciates yeah. wholesome 50s tv shows but bring up safe sex in the context of twin beds for married couples it felt like it was deliberately trying to be tongue-in-cheek and that does not fit nick and nike wouldn't do that no. me tv yeah. wouldn't not do in that in the 90s i no. mean now that what's is there a What's what's that channel that like hot in Cleveland that's, was on? TV uh, Land. TV Land. TV Land is 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 that similar to is that like a TV Land is what Nick and successor? Knight became. Yeah, Nick um, and Knight became TV Land. It's a, yeah, it's on and channel. And that gets a little that gets a little cheeky from time to time. I think it was just back back in the nineties or, or something like this. There were when 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 it came to talking about those old school kind of TV shows, it was still very it was very earnest. Like like earnest. TV Land now is showing shows from like the eighties and nineties. When yeah. we were kids and Nick and Knight was a thing, and I would sit there and watch Dick Van Dyke back to back with F Troop, they weren't like making jokes about how corny these shows were. It's like, no, these are like the golden age of television. Like that was the way yeah. they presented it. So they would not make fun of the Ozzy and Harriet beds. Yeah. This had like a little, yeah, it, it wasn't, it was trying to be like over, overly like, isn't this ridiculous? Like, yeah. and you're like, no, no, play it straight. Just play yeah, it straight. Play it straight. And it was like a little wink unsuccessfully david is not in on this joke he's like no this is the greatest show on television but <laughs> like, i think he's, it was like legit about this so i think at that moment like it's for us because then they like cut to so they show that whole a marathon's coming up blah, blah blah and then they go once upon a time and then we're in the present day and it's a stark contrast to like um school is like warning the kids in 1998 so like <laughs> Now this is quaint, but like the job market's going to be worse than, you know, and the only way to get through it is to have good grades and you're still not going to make enough money. Mm -hmm. And then like it cuts to like by the year 2000 hard cut into basically everybody's going to have fucking HIV. Like like one in 25 people will get HIV from having sex with somebody like one in 25. That sounds like a lot Mm -hmm. more than we currently have. They just they transitioned from the it's always sunny music to just grunge just yeah. sad like wow just to, like this, this just will be an industrial grunge music yeah, but then it does like another hard cut to like all these scenes of the teachers are then like you're all gonna get aids and then also the planet is dying and it's oh, like that well that one true. was right that part was right <laughs> that was the job market one. both pretty accurate the job market you guys nailed it on the head so it's just like these constantly like stark contrasts where like the present sucks but like, look how beautiful and idyllic the past and pleasant pill are. So you're like, okay, I guess that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we do we have met our uh, protagonist before then, but it's David, played by Toby Maguire, who is a loser nerd who can't talk to girls. We think he's talking to a girl, but then you realize they're a hundred feet apart, and he's just basically talking to no one while standing at this girl talking to another boy. Weirdo. Weirdo. What a weird. weirdo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Um, he's obsessed with Pleasantville and knows all the trivia. 
we mm, had a problem with that. Had a big problem with that. <laughs> like the, fir- the first thing I wrote down is I simply don't buy that any teenage boy in the late 90s would be this obsessed with a corny sitcom from the 50s. Like yeah. I used to really love I Love Lucy, but not to the point that I was able to like answer obscure questions about specific episodes well, well, and like well, we might have this- a reason why. Yeah, he's gravitates to this, and I'll get to mm. it in a moment. I get That's, why he likes the show. Well, this was but, like early in the Star Trek. Well, when 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 were Trekkies a big thing? Was that early nineties? Uh, I think it was mid mid uh, mid nineties. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Late people 80s? just pe- people developing fetish fe- fetishes for shows, <laughs> which is well, what I what I consider being a Trekkie in most cases because they take it a little far. Oh, they fuck in uh, those costumes. And uh, this is bordering on that. He knows the very little minute details of every single episode. But think about think about your average Trekkie. Trekkies are not seventeen years old. There are people right. who like grew up watching the show in the sixties and like stayed with it forever. My mom mm-hmm. was yeah. super into Star Trek when she was younger, apparently. But like mm. this is this is before DVD box sets of shows. So to know these facts, this fucker is like mainlining this show yeah. all day, every day when yeah. he gets home. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to the reason why. Let's I'm just okay put a pin in that thought. Next, we discover his twin sister, played by Reese Witherspoon. Why? Which... <laughs> why are they twins? No, 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 no. We didn't need this. But basically, uh, I'm going to call her. She calls herself this later in the film. I'm not going to do it, but I'm going to say she's a loose girl, a fast girl. She's fast. Uh, uh, more concerned with boys and smoking than school. And then I think like what we're meant to learn here and maybe leads to David's obsession is the fact that their parents are divorced. So again, it's making the modern day seem like really horrible. Divorced parents who are too busy with their own lives having, I'm going to say, quote unquote, better plans to pay attention to their kids because David overhears an argument with his mom. The one side, like obviously his mom's arguing with her dad about like, you're supposed to want to see him. It's your turn to see him. Well, it's your and custody he's just, this weekend. Yeah. And he's sitting there just stuffing his face full of chips while he watches Pleasantville. So I think his obsession comes from this situation of I have a less than ideal existence. So I'm going to just watch the show that's incredibly wholesome and I will be wistful for the life I wish I could have. It's very Gen X. Fucking loser. Our parents started getting divorced and so I'm just going to watch these TV shows to, you know, try to grasp. Exactly. I, I guess. Steve I gets guess. It. But it's yes. just it's just the the obscurity of the facts that he knows. Where yeah. I'm like, I could probably do that relatively well with like the first seven or eight seasons of The Simpsons. But mm-hmm. like uh, that show truly was on around the clock. Like I, I could yeah. watch those episodes over and over again. Mm-hmm. I just I, leave it to Beaver was not on TV constantly in the nineties. Like I wasn't able to. Simpsons was on. It was a you know it was a contemporary show. It was on. I couldn't do that with yeah. I Love Lucy or you know Dick Van Dyke. I don't know. I used to love like My Favorite Martian. That's when I was a kid. Definitely I'm with friends. I could do that. Saved by the Bell. That was in reruns, but that's not like a. I was a Mash and I I Dream of Genie. You were a I dream of genie. I I still love Mash, man. Except for I when, uh, Mash. except for no. when Alan Alan Alda took took over like the creative stuff halfway through. It got all preachy and it wasn't as funny, mm-hmm. but um, still good. Still I good. I never watched it because that theme song is so sad and maudlin. And I'm like, well, oh, this is probably that's the fun why show. they took the words out. But if you see the well, movie, you can the hear all the words. Are, like it's oh, real I know. sad. Yeah. I know, but I was just like, I, this doesn't sound like a comedy. Suicide is yeah. painless. That's, no, it's not. Yeah. 
brings up yeah. many changes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the same that's thing insane. with, with sure, taxi. Sure does. When taxis are like, I don't want to watch. Yeah. This show sounds sad as shit. Oh my god, that show's people. funny. I know. That show's funny. But the that's view funny. song is dark and sad sounding. With Lotka. Yeah, is Taxi Lodka. the one with uh, Andy Kaufman? Lodka, yeah, and uh, Danny DeVito is his boss. Oh yeah. Tony DeVito. Wait, yeah, no. Danny DeVito, uh, and Tony Danza. Yeah. Mary Lou. Mary Lou Henner. Is she the one who knows yeah. everything all the time from mm-hmm. her entire life? Great. Yeah, mm-hmm. she got an eidetic memory. It's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Taxi's a good one. Very funny. <laughs> um, anyway, so those are the kids. This is what's going on. Um, Jen has invited a hot boy over for the evening because her mom's out of town and they're gonna watch uh MTV or something, but a it also concert on MTV. Yeah, a concert on MTV. I guess it's unplugged, but they couldn't say that because what other concerts right. are on MTV? Um, but it's also the beginning of the Pleasantville Marathon, which there will be trivia questions asked, and David could win a thousand dollars. Um, not a lot they, of money. <laughs> in 1998, decent I mean, amount for like seven years, but like make it like you know, 10 grand, 25 grand, yeah. something. Also, a trip to the Pleasantville of his choice. Oh, yeah, that's right. Pleasantville, Iowa. It's not great, it's the smallest of all the Pleasantvilles. Yeah. I think, Is it? I think, I think that was in the trivia. Okay. Is it the yeah, Iowa one or is it somewhere? Yeah. Okay. Um, no, that that as a small and there was an actual contest when this movie came out about sending sending on a trip there if you want to go. Pleasantville, Iowa. Fuck yeah. off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I live in Iowa. Um, I would go there. So obviously, it's you know they both want to watch it on the good television, which if you saw nowadays you would laugh at because it is the saddest little tube tv oh not little it weighs at least 230 pounds like, <laughs> it took eight guys to get it in that house but like it's a new tv it's a new tv it they doesn't work without the remote yeah. yes yes no they always yeah. had buttons just yeah. they were in inconvenient places yeah so Real yes places. there is a fight over the remote it breaks the tv will not work because when her when he's like go watch it upstairs like Go watch the concert with uh, Mark Davis upstairs. She's like, no, it doesn't have the stereo. I was like, that's what you want to do, though. You want to bone yeah, Mark. You're trying to get your dick wet. Take him upstairs. Yeah. So watching this concert, like it's, mm. it's it's background music for you boning. Yes, exactly. But eventually, the remote breaks. They're freaking out. Lightning strikes. All this kind of crap. And who happen who happens to appear? Don Knotts as your friendly neighborhood. TV repair. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was good. <laughs> I was gonna say, I wish I could do a Don Knotts impression, but I can't. No, no, good job, Dave. It, it's something like that, right? Uh, that's about it. Yeah. yeah, I'd have to. Uh, I haven't watched Three's Company in a minute because that's. I, mean, I always think of him from Three's Company. Yeah, we're better than Mister Furley. Yeah, yeah. Um, he appears, quizzes David on like a million different questions about Pleasantville. David gets them all right. He even asks him a trick question. He gets it right. And he's like, I'm going to give you this special remote that puts you, it's so good, it puts you in the show. What happens? David and Jen wind up in Pleasantville as Bud and Mary Sue. This this was the moment I needed the show to explain anything. The movie explains none of this. Yeah, Just magic. There's a point where he's like, oh, Mm -hmm. I've tried to find someone to give this to before and didn't work out. So like, how, how is he going about finding people to try out for this like mm-hmm. why didn't Don Knotts just go to Pleasantville himself if he loves it so much why didn't Great he questions. come up with a way to like make sure they don't fuck the show up or like get them out it, I'm just like I don't Great questions. 
the is movie this where, needs to take some some of these two hours and explain any of this to me, please. Is this where I discuss my uh, Don Knotts is secretly Lucifer theory? Man, I I, thought I have it, questions because I was just genie? wondering, like, is he the and, devil? And <laughs> like, if not Lucifer, some other demon of some kind of bells above. That's or some like, evil. Is it, I'm a trapping a fucking. I'm a trapping a trapping a fucking box, and maybe I'll let you out. Yeah, yeah. It was very creepy. It's like yeah. um, with the world. I'll see you in a out. couple weeks. Talk yeah. to me nicer, and maybe I'll change my. I was like, you can't lock children in a right. TV show. Right. Yeah. Two. What? That he's what watching you? somehow with like a test pattern behind him, which is also. Where are you at? I, oh, what are you doing on <laughs> this TV show? Oh. <laughs> That's a good Don Knotts. Yeah. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just. It was. It was all. The movie just needs to take five minutes and explain to me who he is and what is going on with him. Like, is he the creator? It's just, yeah, it, you can't think about it too hard. But it's God, just, you're he's just... the creator of the show that fixes everything. That you're makes welcome. so much sense. He's the creator mm-hmm. and some kind of a mad scientist, Uh-oh, which so... is why he has a remote that weighs so... 40 pounds. No, so Don Knotts is, uh, is God. Oh, he's not the creator. <laughs> he's more like yeah, no. the creator. Oh. That works too. Oh, more like Tyler the. Okay, got yeah. it. Got it. That's better. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's super weird. And it's just like it it's giving serial killer is what I'm getting. Yeah. It's giving it's giving uh it's put it puts the lotion on its skin or it gets yes. the hose. That's what I was yes. getting from this. Um, Very much. Yeah. It's not great, so let's just get right past it. We're moving on. So then they are taken into Pleasantville and the whole town is in black and white. The people, everything, black and white. Um, It's very quaint. It's very 1958 TV show. Jennifer hates it. David digs it. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, like we just got to give it a go. He just says we have to hang out for a little bit. We'll figure it out. And I'm sure we'll get home soon. Bitch, you have no answer for what you're doing here. (laughs) Like you have yeah. no idea what you're doing or how to get out of here. I don't know how I got right. here, but I love it. Yeah, this right? is great. Yeah. Because it's exactly, you know, it's exactly it. what he wanted. Because, you know, Betty, the mom, is going like, come on, kids. You got to eat breakfast before you go to school. And what is breakfast? Eight motherfucking courses. Jesus. Mostly carbs and meat. <sighs> yeah. You, you, congratulations on your diabetes at 17 yeah. years old. Looks Pancakes. So it did waffles, look great. Biscuits. Toast, eggs, sausage, bacon, ham steak. There may have been some ham muffins. Steak. I didn't see it. <laughs> Lots of syrup and a giant glass of potentially OJ. I couldn't tell. But yeah, so that's breakfast before you go to school. Solid visual and gag all... of like the entire table covered in breakfast for three people. Yeah. And it was all yeah. real food back in the 50s, too. It wasn't this like, uh, let's add corn oh, no, syrup to everything. And, like, yeah. It was the real stuff. And those, let me tell you, those pancakes. I was and the ham I was steak, this last time. Legit. I'm like, we're 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 gonna get pancakes at 9:30 on a Sunday. Um, I hop the the right. I definitely could have, but I'm 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 not gonna be the guy who goes to a I hop 9:30 on a Sunday. No. I'm not gonna be okay. the bad side. It's an option. Um, so that's like mm. other things about this world. Um, the firemen only save cats. They're going to save a cat when yep. they walk out to school because uh, as in the beginning of the film as Jennifer slash Mary Sue learns nothing catches on fire. Nothing. You can mm-hmm. no. hold up yeah. a lighter. It's just a burn some shit. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Well, um, eventually, you know. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, 
There are no toilets in the bathroom, which apparently is a nod to the fact that censors back in the day wouldn't let you show a toilet on television. Yes. I'm going to toss out to you yeah. guys. Do you know the first TV show to show a toilet bowl? Oh, I do know this, and I'm totally blanking I on it. I think you it. probably know it. You, when I see it, you're going to you're going to you're going to show Brady Bunch. Is, 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 is it's it, Brady Bunch. Is it Happy Brady Bunch? No, it's Brady I was Bunch. Say happy days. Um, other shows had shown the toilet tank, the top part, but you were not allowed to show a toilet bowl in the fifties. And I'm like, do people think no one shits? <laughs> like, is is shitting a scandal or, or peeing if you're a woman? Is it like a like a shocking fact? I'm like, oh no no no. <laughs> yeah, the bowl itself was scandalous. And I think the first show to show a toilet flushing, well, the first movie to show a toilet flushing was uh, Psycho. Mm. Um, the first show to show a toilet flushing, I think, was Married with Children. It was like they had the sound oh, of a toilet yeah. flushing. Yeah. Mm. What the fuck is going on with America? Like, seriously, these are the censors. That's why, like, the separate beds. I was listening to maybe some podcast where they're like, I thought people slept that way because back in the day, because that's what I saw on television. And some people were like, no, it was just for the censors. You had to, like, separate. No one fucking stuff like that. I imagine being a married person in the 50s watching TV show going, what the fuck is that? Like, what are you talking no, about? A, I would be completely removed from the show. It's a slippery slope. If you show a toilet, eventually someone's going to be taking a shit and talking on well, camera. That that's eventually where it's those going. things did all happen. Butt. I'm going to yeah. see Sinkowitz's butt. butt, but and you're going to oh, see poop God, coming from a. Butt. Oh God! Oh no! And then you get jackass. Slippery <laughs> slope. <laughs> and you're just slippery in slope. a in a in a porta potty, slung around, covered in shit. So they weren't wrong. It yes. happened. They were right to be concerned. Yeah. Yeah. It took 50 years, but. You know, we, showing we, a pregnant we woman. Got there. On, you couldn't show pregnant women. I think you couldn't even talk mm. about it. Because again, no. sees people pregnant, all of a sudden everyone else winds up pregnant. They didn't say the word vagina on TV until like 2003 or some shit like that. Like it was. No you way. Couldn't, it, I'm going to look it up. Talk about they yourself. Say it on look mod, it up. They, they did a lot of shit on Mod. Uh, mod they was the, uh, vagina and Mod. Well, the she had. No, I don't think so. Flew a lot of airplanes. <laughs> she never came back. Never came back. Uh, nineteen ninety one was the first time. Oh no, hold on, mod. never mind. Um, oh, okay. So in nineteen ninety one, the FCC like find a radio station for airing a song that had the word vagina in it. Um, I think the first time. Oh my god. Uh, no two thousand six. Uh, no way. Hold on. on TV, an episode of Grey's Anatomy or something. I I think I think so. Um, hold on. I'm, I'm reading an article here. Okay, e- so ER maybe. Oh god, it's behind a fucking paywall. What is this? No oh, way. you could put a period after dot com within yes. the URL. Yes. Uh, if you're on the paywall, I could. But I'm on a different one here. So Ellen Pompeo was talking about how they said penis a whole bunch of times, but you couldn't say vagina. Um, penis, see, penis, 2005. Penis? In 2005. Uh, Meredith Grey was carrying around a severed penis in a bucket for the entire episode. That's fucking wild. Mm. Um, yeah, they the the studio executives tried to stop characters from saying the word vagina in season one of Grey's Anatomy. Wow. Like it was a I don't I can't find the first time it was said, but obviously if like 2003 2004 it's still like a a taboo thing. That's yeah. terrible. It's a That's yeah. Okay. Everyone together, penis, 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 vagina, vagina, vagina. There you go. Just watch that episode of King of the Hill where Peggy teaches sex ed. Oh, I haven't gotten to that yet. Vagina. Oh, wait, no, I have to. (laughs) The whole neighborhood heard your cousin. 
Oh, I haven't Ron seen that good. one. So that's the first, that was that was definitely in the early aughts because yes. we did watch that see? one. El vomito. See la diarrhea. See la nausea. La nausea. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, back to this. Everybody book. watch so, that show. All fifteen seasons. We're making 12. our way through. I think it's like four. <laughs> we're, we're on like Everybody I think we watch. just started season nine. Great, great show. Great show. It's it's among the best shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then more about Pleasantville holding hands is like, the, God, my, I, ty- I typed these notes up in a way that I'm embarrassed. Is the you extent, were drunk. <laughs> no, I was tired. Uh, extent of the sexiness of the town. I got the idea. I figured um, it out. I figured it out. School, the geography is only of Pleasantville and the roads don't leave Pleasantville and they just go in a circle. Mm-hmm. Um, all the books True. are empties, just covers. Um, the basketball team is perfect. They never miss a shot. So this is just kind of some things we learned about Pleasantville. Um, also, we'll just give a quick hit for Bill Johnson, the uh, soda shop guy. Uh-huh. He is very uh, used to his regimen. And if yeah. Bud is late for work, he doesn't know. He's like, I wipe the counter and you put the glass and the yeah. napkins out. And then when you're done, exactly. I go do the fries. You were late. I didn't know what to do. He just has like severe ADD. Fries. I know what that's like. Like you need a yeah. routine for everything. If uh-huh. something throws off your routine, you get stuck. I've been there, Bill. It's like there's yeah. no cheeseburgers. Why? Well, you weren't here to make them. You weren't here to put the cheese on. Hey, you man. had to put the cheese on, and then you have the, the lettuce, lettuce right? Put the tomato on top, and then I'm like, Jesus. Okay, you can do all of <laughs> it, bud. Just knock it out, man. He's oh, like, oh man. Hey, I was gonna close, but you weren't here. So you know what I did? So I, I stayed open. I closed the blinds. <laughs> <laughs> I, looked... I did it in a different order. He looked so like scared when there were no cheeseburgers. He's like, there are no cheeseburgers. You weren't here to put the cheese on them. Just like, oh my God. He's like terrified right yeah. now. Not terrified, so but he 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 kind of warms up to being a rebel a little he bit. He gets around yeah, fast yeah. there, but he, he yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. loves it. Um, but that's Pleasantville. It's very quaint. It's very like this is yeah. how things are done. And if the two protagonists aren't there to fill their goals, shit starts to go south. Before yeah. we get too much further in it, I would like to take a moment <clears throat> to honor one of our greats, Paul Walker. Let's just give him a moment to pour some out for cinemas. Yeah, pour one out. One of the most handsome faces. I'm gonna drink. Um, I'm, I'm not gonna pour it out. I'm gonna drink. Yeah, don't pour it out. I only have water, so I'm not gonna put that on. I my got floor. some gumball head over here. Words of Dave Hernandez. Uh, but he's like, he just gives off. I, again, I had in my notes, doofus. Doofus is the wrong vibe. Doofus is not right. Yeah, it's just like he's he's like America's golden retriever come to life. Yeah. He just gives that like happy go lucky. Well, hey Mary what? Sue, <laughs> like to see you at school later. What yeah. is that? I feel sick. Sounds good. Can I put my pin on you? I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> to, me, to me, doofus is like dopey or clumsy. He's not that. He's like a simpleton. Yeah. Sure. He's like, yeah. A, like a moron. He's just mm-hmm. like an affable lunkhead. Yes. A little bit. Yes. Okay. Lunkhead is exactly it. Okay. Lunkhead is it. A um, Yeah. Just a, you know, but gorgeous. He, gorgeous. I mean, I, I know he's an incredibly good looking man. Seeing him in this, I'm like, Jesus Christ. He's the, yep. he's the handsomest man who ever lived. Perfect haircut. Everything's perfect. Right away. The smile. Oh, my like, yeah. God damn. Look at this guy. In black yeah. and white. Could you imagine if that had been in color? Our heads well, he was he was painted green, so he's <laughs> painted green. Um so be, so like that's how we're introducing him, just pulling up in his car, sports car. Great smile, beaming, so handsome. 
And at this moment, Jennifer, Mary Sue, Reese Witherspoon, very unhappy to be in Pleasantville because she was finally getting her chance with Mark Davis, is missing out on that date. And all of a sudden, Paul Walker pulls up and she does her best Kiki Palmer. Mark Davis, who? Sorry, that man. I don't yeah. know him. No, let me tell you something. Audibly said sploosh. Mark Mark <laughs> Davis sucks. It's like, like I'm gonna ring the doorbell once, stand there for a second. Bitch. Bitch. That was so he sucks. Yeah, he's Davis. trash. But no, she she forgot who he was immediately upon seeing this man one time. And she's like, yeah. is he into me? And he's like, Yeah. And he's like, yes. okay, great. Take off his underpants. I'm good to go. Right. Um, so and then he's also like the first character to kind of break the facade of Pleasantville, like the perfect thing of it, because he's at bas- a basketball practice. He goes over to Bud, David, Toby McGuire, whomever, whatever we name we want to use, and is like, Hey, I just want to talk to you. And he Bud's like, Oh, it's this episode. He knows the episode where it is. And he's like, uh, you want to pin Mary Sue? How about we don't how about we don't? Because he knows his sister just wants the bone. She wants to, uh, she's down to fuck. Yeah. Um, so he's like, don't do it right now. And it's like he's, he glitches. He It's like he has the disturbing behavior thing where he gets like yep. aroused and his like, his like <laughs> yeah. eye gets red and his head's red. about to explode. Exactly. He, he glitches for a second, goes aggro and launches a basketball at the hoop. It doesn't go in, which in every other moment we've seen, it doesn't matter what you do, the ball goes in the hoop. This one, Ball doesn't go in. It hits the ground. It rolls on the floor. Everybody, Everybody backs away. Back, back up. Nobody back up. touch it. Nobody touch it. Like, Nobody it's touch contaminated. It. Line. It's so subtle, <laughs> but it's so effective. It's like the coach. Yeah. It's not even like he's, he's he's far from the camera, so it's not even like it's fully volume up. It's like, yeah, hey, it's just hey, don't touch it. Don't touch he's it. just. I like that. That ball is also very good. under under inflated. It bounces like once and then starts to roll. Well, they had to have yeah. it roll like that. I I know. I'm just saying, like you can't dribble that thing. Yeah. So it's very much like something's up. Something's yeah. not. Something in the milk ain't clean. Right. Weird. Um. So eventually, Mary Sue goes on this date with Paul Walker. Skip. They go to the soda shop. She's like, I don't want to play all this bullshit. Let's go to Lovers Lane, my friend. And this is where Mary Sue teaches Pleasantville to bone. Does she ever? I mean, they're yeah. fucking in front of a lot of witnesses in a convertible at the top down. <laughs> like the other couples are scandalized and just like staring at this car, which there is a couple fucking in that car. Yeah. So when we first see Lover's Lane, it's incredibly tame. Everybody is sitting on complete. All the cars are convertibles, but they are well, sitting like. Look straight ahead, holding yeah. hands. Basically, straight yeah, ahead. on the doors, though. Like they must yes, have been yes. like reaching out, holding their hands at shoulder height because <laughs> they are on opposite sides of the car. Right. And all of a sudden she's like, you know what we could do? Let me pin you. He's like, what? You pin me? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Mary like, Sue, hey, you're so silly. Hey, real quick, take it out. <laughs> like, it is, it's and wild. Like, Let's take a look at the old sausage, baby. Because she was, she was kind of like that a little bit. Well, because she she's was, like, she they're making out, and he's like, I feel sick. And she's like, no, that's what's supposed to happen. Like, he what? looks at his dick, and he's like, what's wrong with it? Essentially, She's like, no, no, that's how it's supposed to be. And he's like, you sure? Like this is this is new to me. Oh yeah, my god! Hilarious. Yeah, I I did not know that sex was like the central driving point of this movie. I did not know yeah, that was a thing. That. Like I yeah. I didn't know that, and so I'm like, oh, that's what this is in my mind. I'm like, oh, they're just like 
they're it's it's Truman Show. They're just like throwing off the script, and no one knows how to react. I'm like, oh no, no, it's because she fucks everybody. Okay, that <laughs> that's different. Well, she doesn't fuck everybody. She just so basically, Mary Sue has sex with Skip, and word spreads about town. It's also he the spreads first word. Time <laughs> he got us a whole basketball team around to talk about, Bro, and then so they all miss my their dick, shots. right? I mean, my penis. <laughs> awesome well, bros wait, wait, wait. Awesome. it's like we also get to see like the first red rose as he like after he drops mary sue off and drives home first bit of color and then yes mm. the next day of basketball practice he's like gather around friends let me tell let you let me story. tell you what my dick did last night it's like, and then mm. it just threw up was that from the movie? Like, <laughs> yeah. it was like that was like um that. So yeah, so basically now like more things start happening after this, like word spreads about, hey, there's this thing called sex. It's great. It'll change your life. Um, <laughs> there's more color starts to pop up around things. Uh, all of a sudden they start losing at basketball, like getting blown out. Blown um, out. The beds are together at the at the furniture store. A girl has a pink tongue. They're blowing bubbles and it's pink. The soda shop is starting to get more scandalous. We're changing the music. People are in color. People are making, making out. out. Yeah, I have a problem with the bed part. The bed part threw me off, and I understand it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, people fucking beds. Married couples have one big bed. I get that. My thing was the first time sex happened canonically in this world was in a car. Mm-hmm. So you would think they'd have like custom built fuck cars as a result of this. Like that's <laughs> that's where my my mind goes. Where it's like, oh, this is the perfect car for fucking. Instead of like we're gonna put beds together, why not like a couch? Yeah. Or that a hammock for all yeah. there's no there's no reason to associate sex with consider I mean how uncomfortable everyone looked trying to do whatever they were doing in those cars once once you went once you came back to Lover's Lane the second time. Incredible. Well and those cars, those there, cars there are were big. Feet, feet and arms and legs all over the <laughs> yeah. place. It's like, <laughs> legs and Kimbo. I was like, it's, I was like, I was like is cunnilingus like, happening in one of these cars? I was like, I'm so no, like, no, the, 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 the one where you thought I'm like, oh, there's there's legs going out that way, and then like Legs also going out the other side that way. So are they in the middle just <laughs> kissing each other's faces and they're both it's so weird. It's very Nothing odd. Makes sense. It's yeah. very odd, yeah. Yeah, it's very yeah. They're figuring it out. Figuring it also it out. doesn't make sense because it takes like longer. The the kids are in it. The kids are about it about it. But it takes Next the adults day. because like then the adults are like they're at the barber shop and they're like we don't ever lose. Have we ever lost before? <laughs> well, I guess that's where that saying can't win them all comes from. But it's like, but we do but win, them did. win them all. They always did. Win them all. Yeah, what, so it's what like, the fuck, bro. We always won. Why yeah, are we their, winning? Their, their banner calls them the undefeated lions. Like you have a printed yeah. banner for, for yeah. being always undefeated. It's like they they don't lose. So you know the the cracks are starting to happen. Um, at one point, Betty, the mom, is playing, played by the wonderful Joan Allen, playing cards so with her friends, and they're talking about how, like, well, the doctor said if she just stopped eating, like, greasy food and sweets, um, the pink would go away, but then it's like, but then it spreads somewhere else, and all the moms are, like, horrified, and then, like, Betty looks at her cards, and her cards are in color, they're red, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, and then, start, we don't know what's going on. It's yeah. your bid, Betty. It's your bid. <laughs> What are you doing, Betty? But then, over washing the dishes later, Betty asks Mary Sue, uh, what happens at Lover's Lane? Can you tell me? And she's like, sex. Betty Sue's right. like, We're fucking. What is, what, what is sex? 
And then Betty Sue, I think they like <laughs> cut away and explains it to them. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, your father wouldn't be in for that. So Betty Sue goes, there are other ways to get this done. Jesus Christ. I mean, now, my, my big problem here, how does Betty know George wouldn't be down with this? Like, she didn't know what sex was 12 seconds ago. Maybe if she's like, hey, George, come over here and clap these cheeks, he'd be on board. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. maybe she could tell that he's, like, very anti the changes that are happening on the town. Because apparently this is supposed to be a commentary on conservatism or whatever, which we'll oh, talk is it? about that in a minute. <laughs> I don't know if you knew. I don't oh, know if is you it? knew. They I don't know if you caught it Baseball bat. So yeah, I got that. So I think like maybe she's just like George likes things the way George likes things, and he won't be into it. So Mary Sue's like, "You don't need him, girl. Let me tell you what you need to do." So then, cut to showerhead. It's oh, bedtime. Betty Sue is hopping in the shower. Or no, in the tub. The bathtub. The bathtub and, you know, pleasures herself, is really enjoying it. And as she climaxes, fucking tree lights on fire in the front yard. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yep, that's uh, that's some good symbolism there. That's good. Not sure where that happened. It's the only time this thing happens. Every Um, other, like, weird thing that happens makes actual sense. I don't know why the tree exploded. Probably, that must have been no. That must have been the first orgasm of someone who's from Pleasantville proper. No, dude, or like because, the adults, Paul no, the Walker kids for nut- sure nutted her. Really like well. that, that happened. Okay, yeah. I think it's one first one of the think- first time the adults get in on it because the bathroom does come. In so that color. causes a fire. That, that yes. causes a four alarm fire. <laughs> it's the burning bush, Dave. It's the burning um, bush. It's the burning. Yeah. If you follow oh, the logic, is of that this we're film. doing? Is that we're doing? It's the burning bush. Got it. We'll get to the Garden of Eden and the apple later. Oh, oh Lord. Oh, God. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if I called it out. But yeah, that is that is something that happened. Um, but basically, she has a great time in the tub. Tree catches on fire. But as I mentioned, firefighters don't know how to put out fires because nothing ever catches on fire in Pleasantville. Mm-hmm. So Bud has to save the day. And there's, there's like a lot of things that like happen throughout the film that it's like, Oh, well, we've changed. I guess it's one of the first times. Well, but like, we've changed the plot of the show, and now it, it has ripple effects. Because basically, Bud has to go go to the fireman, teach him how to put the fire out, and now he's a hero. Mm-hmm. He gets a medal from the from the mayor. And this one of the girls, Margaret, gives him cookies. And he's like, No, no, these cookies aren't for me. They're for Whitey. Which, They're for Whitey. What a name. <laughs> What a um, and she's like no they're for you and he's like no no, no those cookies are for whitey and she keeps keeps saying it and it's finally like take the cookies motherfucker <laughs> like i know it messes up the canon the flow of the show but your sister's bone what are people. you doing to the show what are you doing those, <laughs> those cookies are cookies. for whitey those weren't your fucking cookies bud what's going on <laughs> oh no Yes, that's so. Oh. Like, so he's getting more confidence because the girl gets some cookies. He asked her out, so things are going Bud's way. Um, I do just want to put it out. We have. I'm just gonna try to thread this in really quickly. Um, the Bill and Betty stuff is a little weird. Bill learns to like do things on his own and not wait for Bud, and he talks about how he has this like passion for painting, but he only gets to do it once a year when he paints the scene on the um. 
you know, whatever oh, the, the, window the windows whatever, of the thing. Yeah. Is it like, like a crash or like or like a Christmas scene or? Yeah, it's like, yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, okay. And he's just starting to wonder what's it all about. What's it all for? Why do I? I love to do this. I don't like to do that. And Bud's mm-hmm. just like, suck it up, motherfucker. Do your job. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's you know, Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton, Bill uh, Jeff Daniels. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Jeff Daniels, Bill Richardson. He's <laughs> <laughs> having a moment. Um, but this is also so once like. Like, obviously, Mary Sue is having an effect on people. Now, Bud had been trying to, like, go along and follow the script and stick to the story. But once he saves the day, gets the cookies, gets the girl, he starts to kind of buy into, like, maybe we can change things here. Because everybody's, like, he comes to the soda shop and everybody's looking at him. And they're, like, I want to ask you a question. And it's, like, how did you know to put the fire out? And he's, like, oh, well, where I lived before Pleasantville, that's what firefighters did. (gasps) What? Scandalous. Scooch you've, you've lived Dijame. somewhere besides Pleasantville? Where did you live? Well, outside Pleasantville. What's outside Pleasantville? What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> like they are he, shocked by this. He's saying shit like that, and guess what's happening in the library? There's stuff populating in the books as yeah. he's saying the, the, the books of it all. Well, the uh, book part was weird because it's first like um Mary Sue slash Jennifer pulls out a book and it's huckleberry finn so she tells them as much as she knows so the book fills in to as far as she knows and then bud's like oh i can finish the rest of it um he said the slave i was like thank, thank you for god he said the slave thank god <laughs> uh, he's like do i say the kid no you, you could right. just call them jim but you could have called him jim. Said the slave. nothing wrong with that but that would have oh been nice oh my god jim. oh boy so <laughs> then book. that book the fills book in about and then they hold up and well, what about this book? And it's very obviously catching the rye. So that book fills in. So I did have a question because all of a sudden, library is full of books. We have art books. We have maps. We have every- how does this shit get filled in? The art books was the biggest problem for me because, mm-hmm. like, imagine trying to describe a Picasso painting, <laughs> like getting it accurate. <laughs> like you, know, you can't describe that. So not only is he yeah. like perfectly describing all these pieces of art. But like he knows who made them, and I'm like, dude, I'm an artist. That's not a thing that anybody I fucking know can do. Like, uh, no, that's not. You can't look at a painting and know who did it. You can't be like, oh, that's Caravaggio. I can look yeah, at a Hieronymus some. Bosch painting and be like, oh, Hieronymus Bosch painted no. this horrifying there... scene of the you end of the world. You can do that to Kandinsky. <laughs> you just can't there. call it up, right? Okay. Well, well no, stuff, stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. If, if we're talking about modern stuff, maybe I'm like, oh, that's a Andy Warhol print. I've seen. Sure. That's, that's Mao. I, I know that one. But if, um, it's, if it's Picasso, okay, so like her nose is like four times bigger than her face. Like, yeah. Describe that. Naked Tahitian women. She's crying. George O'Keefe painted a lot of vaginas. She's crying. She's crying. Yeah. She's crying. But yeah, so it's like, what? Is that in Taos? The George O'Keefe Museum? There's one in Santa Fe. And then you can go say, go visit her like homestead, which is just north of Santa Fe. I can't remember. News that's somewhere. Somewhere. Okay. Nice. Um, truth and yeah, consequences, so, maybe. You know, truth, yeah. truth, truth or, or consequences. Not in Tucumcari either. Um, oh, oh, boy. <laughs> a lot of fun names of cities in uh, New Mexico. <laughs> Everyone go check it out. Um, but I basically wanted to bring up the book thing because, yeah, he brings, uh, Bud brings a book to Bill just being like, hey, man here's what art you can do and you can paint and look at all this beautiful stuff, which leads to ultimately he paints this beautiful mural on the window. It draws in the mother who 
recently colorized yeah, to the yeah. point where she has to hide from her father in the kitchen and Bud has to paint her gray again. Sad scene. Yeah, it's sad. that's the scene that like stuck out in my brain. I was like, oh, I. But I think I think I thought Bill Pullman paints her. Bill Pullman takes. Bill the paint Pullman's off. not in this movie. <laughs> Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Yeah, it, that's a sad. It's a sad scene. I'm like, does she really have like gray makeup? Because like her Shouldn't makeup should be colorized too. You would think, right? Yeah. It doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but basically. <laughs> So she is now painting herself gray. She sees the beautiful artwork. She goes in to talk to Bill. He's like, oh, this painting. She has her head down. She's tired. And she's like, no, she's not tired. She's crying. Big ass tear right there. She's crying. And then uh, Bill Daniels wipes the tear off her face, which reveals that she's in color. And he's like, oh, my God, it's beautiful. Next thing we know. Betty is boning outside of her marriage. She fucks Bill. Yeah, she's like, oh, thank you for wiping that tear. Come over here and clap these cheeks. Like, oh, it is boy. it is a straight... She, again, no way... Uh, these two, I'm confused by their whole interaction. The first time we mm-hmm. see them together, he comes over and he's like, you didn't help me close. I had to close oh, myself. But I didn't know what the fuck I was... Wait, your mother? He sees Hello. her and it's like, okay, so... So, There's a done. backstory between these two, apparently. But we hear none of it. No yeah, idea. He's thing. looking at her. She's looking at him. She's all come over here and clap these cheeks. Stop and he's like, uh, "Well, I'm listen, man. I could I could use other euphemisms if you want." But yeah. So yeah. so like it's weird that they have this and they don't explain any of it. Weird that she's like down to bone him, uh, Oof. with. Never talk to her husband and be like, "Hey, man, would you be into this?" Like, That's... I talked about um a friend of the family. There's a scene in a friend of the family where the the wife, um Anna Paquin, uh basically goes to Colin Hanks and is like, "Hey, so cunnilingus is a thing. You want to give it a shot?" And it's like she's uncomfortable like, no, telling him. Yeah, well, he he does it, and they laugh about oh, it a lot afterward. Um, <laughs> but like. Like they, it's it's uncomfortable for her to ask him. It's uncomfortable for him to hear it, and then they do it. In this one, it's like you didn't even try. You're saying, oh no 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 no. His 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 dick is is ornamental only. There's no reason to use it for anything. <laughs> like well, it's that's, fine. That's why. Like that's what I'm kind of saying. It's like it's we're rooting for them. We're rooting for her to oh, yeah. stick with a man who's not her husband. Can't she just be like, hey George, let me show you what that thing can do. Well, oh, oh no, crap these cheeks. And it's before we know that they don't it's before we know that they have like strife at all. We haven't seen yeah. them argue, we haven't seen them like at odds. No. It's just like no, I just want to fuck somebody else, I think. Poor William H. Macy. Her husband's yeah. not a, he's not a bad guy. He no. just he's he's had it one way for a long time. It's like I come home, my dinner's there, and where's my dinner? And there's my wife, and there's my kids, and that's where's that's my dinner. And he's sitting there. He's like, and instead of like you know trying to go find food somewhere else, he just sits there and doesn't <laughs> fucking eat. He's like, forage. Oh, Macy. Um, right but yeah, there. There, there's there's got to be eight thousand pancakes in from the last three breakfasts. <laughs> just grab some. Go to the dumpster. There's a whole breakfast in it. Ugh. Yeah, it's just like it doesn't. 
it doesn't make sense. I think I remembered as a kid, like, not thinking that much of it. But, like, as an adult, I'm like, that's really fucked up. She doesn't even try to have sex with George. No. She just runs into Bill and is like, you wiped a tear away from my face. She didn't even, she doesn't even show George that she's in color now. No. No, she runs into the soda shop and, like, throws her underwear on his face. This is what happens. <laughs> it's too much. Um, so, but then basically what happens, I'm trying to skip ahead to some stuff, but There's basically, so much talk about this movie. um, the, the whole town starts being in color and it rains and people are like, it never rains here. So we're selling umbrellas and we're painting things and we're reading books and we're playing music and we're doing all this shit. And the older men in town are like, absolutely not. We're not going for this. Thank we're God we're in a bowling this. alley yes. where it's Wait, safe. You got home and you didn't have dinner. Oh, the fuck, bro. And that's show him your that's, shirt. Show him your shirt, Roy. And, Roy, and that's where the problem. Here, and that's, where, that's where the problems start. It's amazing. That's that's when things get tough for these old yeah. timers. Yeah. yeah. So this is when um, uh, the extreme cringe. Looking back on this film, happens Can't because all it. of a sudden, at this moment, they're like, "We need to have separate things for pleasant and unpleasant things in town." Yeah. Um, we get. No colored signs in town. Uh, yeah. We and know. at one point, um, Bud starts, you know, dating Margaret. Margaret comes into color, but is still not in color. So at one point, Whitey shows up. And sure is like, does. oh, I didn't know you were off with your colored girlfriend. I was like, holy shit. Uh, I hated this. Ooh. It made me mad. Yeah, it's, it's like, not great. I, I get what they're trying to do, obviously. Like, you couldn't miss it. But all it did is make me realize this movie is 100% white cast. Like, yeah. if this is what you're going to do, you need to have actual black actors in these roles. You could even make it like no one noticed they were black before this, you know, before everyone was colorized. And now we see that we have a problem with it. But it'd be like, you're not allowed to do this. <laughs> you're not allowed to call a person of 100% Norwegian descent a colored girl. Can't, yeah. can't do that. None of this is okay. Yeah, it's not great. It doesn't feel great. It doesn't. Then there's like a whole manifesto about what's allowed, what's not, and you're just like the Chamber of Commerce is just like an illusion of the White Citizens Councils. It's uh, 100% what this uh, is. No, because the JT Walsh is basically he's judge, jury, and execution. Well, not mm-hmm. execution necessarily, but not yet. I'm sure he would have <laughs> given no, a week. No, he, yeah. he's he's the guy with all the power. He's the one sitting on the big bench, like I'm going to make a decision here. I'm like. Who the fuck are you? Well, the, the way they the shoot him, the way they is shoot him, it? always from like a slightly lower yeah. angle. Like I, yes. I get what you're. This is a hundred percent the look, and we're talking about here. But it just kind of made it feel like they were making light of all like the bad things yeah. that did happen. There's a point where he's like, "All right, first rule: no violence, no mob rule." And I'm like, "Well, that's the opposite of what happened because it was all violence, man. Yeah, it yeah. was all that. Yeah." It, it it's, was all that. Yeah. Check it out. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not great. They're like burning books. They're doing this stuff. And the trivia was like, it's what they did in Nazi Germany. I was like, motherfucker, it's what they do in America. Yeah, was like, it happened was like, last week in Kentucky or whatever. <laughs> yeah, because it was like, no. It, uh, they said something about history that I was like, ooh, this sounds. Oh, yeah. It was like, we're going to promote the non-changest uh, history i'm like yeah man like yeah show this movie now it'll get banned (laughs) like the gop would hate this today yeah i was like y'all thought it was bad in 1998 welcome to 2022 give it a minute Um, non-changes that's yeah right 
it gets wild. Um, And then the wheels start to fall off the car towards the end of the film. The wreck is a fucking mess. Yeah, because some people are in color, other people aren't. It makes no sense that Bud's still in black and white. He's the first one who gets fucked, and yet he's still... The second that 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 Reese Witherspoon says, "Hey man, why am I not in color?" Legitimately, eight seconds before that, I was like, "Why is she not in color?" <laughs> like, I'm like, "You're over here fucking the whole town. Like, how are you not well, in color?" Yeah, the Reese of it. We'll get to the Mary Sue in a second, but it just doesn't make it doesn't it make no sense, sense that like certain like Bud, and I don't know if it's not Bud. Sorry, Skip, played by Paul Walker. Like, maybe it's he's into the new stuff for like the wrong reasons or something because at one point he tries to go over and it's like hey mary sue it's 6 30 no i'm saying it's time to go to pound town right. my friend and she's like no me, um, I'm, I'm studying stud- so, so he like, that he's not thrilled he's, yeah, he's not happy thrilled it's yeah, like, I... he's just getting his dick wet every yes. day at 6 30 he's trying he's like, to clap these cheeks like, <laughs> it just it I, I needed them to explain how you change color because like well, if if it's just expressing like a lot of emotion, he's done that. Yeah, we're and, led to believe that that's what it is, right? And and Jen does that the second she gets there. She should have been in color immediately because she's been emotional this whole fucking time. Yeah, it doesn't. The rules. This is yeah. It, it's it started as a great idea, them. an interesting idea, and then it all just falls apart because yes. yeah, there's. There's a moment where, you know, paintings banned. You can only paint in white, gray, or black. Um, they terrorize the soda shop, like, literally break the whole thing apart, break windows, yeah. smash, like, smash it all to pieces. Crystal knocked, yeah. No, yeah. that was, a, that, that was a, like a 1950s, a classic Happy Days jukebox. Oh, yeah. Fucked it up. Yeah. yeah. Assholes. Yeah. Beautiful jukebox. Um, all the colorized folks are... <laughs> <laughs> In color, folks. I don't know what to say. They're having um, secret dance parties with their secret race music. Like, that's what that was. Yeah. Basically, they're like the music can't be above this tempo or whatever. Yeah, nothing um, but Bobby Darren, as far as the eye can see. Perry Pe- and Perry, Perry Como, Como and who else? Johnny um, Mathis is also Johnny Mathis, Mathis and uh, Montavani and yep, all these and, other uh, Philip uh, John Philip Sousa marshes. Yes, oh, that's great. and the Star Spangled Banner. There it is. There it is. <laughs> okay. Um, so they're all hanging out at the store, and then they come up with this idea to paint a mural that we have to look at. I don't want to look at it. They give it way too much time. It's Jake like it. a motherfucker. It's gross. It's a gross <laughs> mural. It's it's it's, bad. it's like that mural in the Denver it's airport. Bad art. Have you ever seen that one? <laughs> you no, ever seen the mural in the Denver airport? Yes. It, oh, the uh, one that's like the, the, the apocalypse the, one. The QAnon people are not fans of it, or no. are they fans of it? They, I um, don't. I don't know what they think of it, but it's it's wild looking. Yeah, it's not. I think the QAnon folks hate. They hate the big horse, and they hate that big mural that's that's <laughs> going on there. You know, a giant horse when when and you're driving up to the airport. The but, big uh, horse with yeah, the glowing red eyes. Ba- yeah, no, it was bad art. It yeah, was too bad art. Literal. Art's got to be more. Yeah. Well, subject- no. It's got to be uh, objective, objective. Like people need to be yes. able to come to their own con- con- conclusions. So, it was way too literal. The books yeah, had you, wings. Right. Books don't have wings. The books had yes. wings. You know, just, just paint books. Just paint a picture give of you. Bob. No, no. Have, have someone reading a book and then <laughs> they grow about wings. That. There it's you not go. about that. I that would just paint sense. a giant picture of Bob in full color. 
like a photo real picture of Bob and that's it. I forgot to mention, I think uh, Bill goes too far. Bill Daniels. Um, oh, he goes too far. Yeah. So he had previously painted a very abstract looking piece of artwork on the window of his soda shop. After he goes, after he bones Mrs. Betty Pleasantville, um, he's like, no, what I'm going to paint. You naked. You naked. butt naked. You naked. naked. <laughs> yes. 40 feet across, butt naked. Got it. Yes. Like you're laying across the soda shop counter. Oh I'm gonna put that God. out for the world to see. And it's like, have some decorum, man. That woman is married. You mm-hmm. might as well have painted her sad husband like jacking off in the background, crying, wearing the horns of a cuckold. Yeah, yeah it's a cuckold scene. Yeah, exactly. It's just him. <laughs> like, this, like, this, me, this, is me born, this is me born in your wife. <laughs> That's you with the horns of a cuckold over there. This isn't even Wisconsin. I don't want to talk We're going to go back to boning. Like, it just, it was so, I'm just like, she you said there was no way. You can't no do way. this. You, you shouldn't in Pleasantville. Of course not. Oh. But uh, it was so wild. Sorry, I can't believe I he almost did. forgot to mention it. It was wild. Yeah. We didn't need that. This other janky mural. His bike. <laughs> oh, Macy, the beta cook, man. This He's is a great. Beta milk cook. Yeah. This is, the... yes, he is. Yes. Can't even find his own food without his wife. <laughs> where's Bruce? my Bruce. dinner? Oh, where's Bye. my dinner? He literally like looks in the oven, picks the lid off a pot. Have some of those where's olives, bud, while you're dinner? in prison. You have more food than I olives. Yes, please. Please. Oh, God. Can I have some it's of those, what? please? Yeah. So yeah. they get arrested. They go to jail. Then they're put on trial. And it's a whole thing about how being in color is so terrible and bud just tries to show that it's not as bad come on dad why do you miss mom it's not just because she makes you dinner and she does all stuff it's because you love her feel those feelings boom in color and then something else happens and it's like tap into your he inside could do what he wanted in to do color. and live in yeah. color he did it yeah. he <laughs> did it he did it no but you saw his face like that, like that, that was some that was some good face acting from William H. Macy's he's, he's kind of like and then it goes away for a second and comes right back. And that it was, was good for you. I, I, I thought, I thought that was good. But also, I have a problem with this court. I have a problem with this court who constitute this court. Uh, I don't see a judge. Oh, I see that. I see the head of the Chamber of Commerce right. standing yeah. over a court that, that I could potentially sentence people to like real. Yeah. Real prison. At one point, David's like, yeah, uh, where's my lawyer? <laughs> He's like, yeah. you don't have one of those. <laughs> oh, well, those. that's not very pleasant to have it's lawyers. It's not pleasant to have a lawyer involved. Really pleasant thing. Yeah. What, what are we doing here? We don't do that. We don't do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically, Bud winds up getting the whole town in color by getting the mayor so mad that he turns into color. Because it's as long as you feel emotions, any emotions, that's what unlocks your colorization. He wanted to yeah. commit murder. So, yeah, that's enough. You did it. Yeah, you color did it. And all of a sudden, everything's happy and fine. The whole town's in color. We're moving on. That's literally like so, how yeah. the story goes. Pretty much, yeah. Um, for some reason, we haven't talked about Mary Sue's arc, but all of a sudden, like she starts reading books. She starts like reverting more towards the Mary Sue character. Like it's confusing. It doesn't make sense. It's very confusing. And for some reason, you know, David has now unlocked. I guess since now the whole town is in color, even though at one point. Um, Don Knotts pops up and is like, "Hey man, you're ruining this. I'll send you home right now." And he's like, "Get the fuck out of here! You're ruining it." 
How dare you? I gave you a gift. <laughs> this is better than your Diablo, Cody. <laughs> I hope there's some reason for this character to come back in the future. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but so, like, huh. oh man, all the, but so it's like, yeah. At one point, Don Knox is ready to kick them out, but now he's like, I've turned the whole town to color. It's time for me to go home. And it's like, what the fuck? This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> it all falls apart so fast. I don't Just, know because they're like, "Oh shit, we got to wrap it up." Um, but yeah, for some reason, Jennifer has to stay in Pleasant Valley. Pleasant Valley. Pleasant she just chooses to. She's like, "Yeah, I'm not going to get into college at home. I'm going to stay here instead." It's like you could bring whatever you've learned about yourself here because I think that's part of this. It's like you learn things about yourself. Just bring it home. Bring it to the real world. No, I'm going to stay. I have questions of. What does David tell his mom where his sister is? Um, oh, this part. This where part, does... I, oh my God. A billion questions. I wrote I wrote down a whole lot of questions. Does yeah. the mom forget that she had another kid? Presumably, there's a bedroom yeah. full of her stuff there. How is he going to explain that? Is she just a pop culture figure forever? Like, is she just a, a part of this show? There were real people playing the actors on this fucking show. Yes. It wasn't the Truman Show. So, like... Yeah. Are we supposed to believe that no actor from this show ever had another credit for the rest of their life? Like, does she have a full acting career after this? She's just going to go to college. How are their colleges? Well, yeah, up until up until they arrived, Pleasantville just existed in and of itself. Now we have Greyhound buses. The next place you can go to Springfield. So I'm like, how does it work? Where is she going? Are we? I'm doing going like to Penn State. Are we going like? Uh, Pleasantville, the college years? Are we pulling the Saved by the Bell? Like, how, sounds, where does she go? Sounds great. That sounds really good. <laughs> She's going to Elm Street U- University or whatever. It's, it's at the end of Elm Street. <laughs> Elm that's Street where the college U. is. Because that's, that's all there is. It truly doesn't make any sense. And as you mentioned, like, I had that question about, like, well, what happens when original recipe Bud and Mary Sue come back? And they're like, y'all motherfuckers are in color? I don't think that they do. I think that we just have like those actors, the actor and actress just vanish and like never come back up. They're just, they're like uh, Richard Simmons. They're just gone one day hey, and no one knows. He's around. I, I uh, listened to that piece of shit podcast <laughs> for that motherfucker to come in at the end. It's like, yeah, I talked to him. He's, he's cool. Uh, <laughs> I went up to the gates and he's fine. He's cool. Six yeah. episodes. Yep. Yep, yeah, wasted don't remember that guy's name, but fuck you. <laughs> wasted everyone's time. That's unbelievable. That one. But that's that also guy. like I think fuck we had mentioned guy. earlier. Like, does all the do all these changes like fuck up the reruns of these shows? Are these shows now in color back in the real? It, it so many loose ends they did not want to tie up in a two-hour-long movie. We could have yeah. had a couple because he gets back. Okay, when Bud gets. Oh, sorry. David, when David gets back, <laughs> is it like a couple hours later? And his mom's coming. It's, it's back one hour just, later. It's it's one hour later. Okay. They, they mentioned we're so, one hour into our marathon. It's so, one hour in. So uh, so say he like say he starts watching an episode and we see his character show up and then we we learn about maybe maybe that would explain something. Yeah. If if you if you were to watch okay if this is one hour in all these yeah. things couldn't have happened in two half hour episodes right no. so one hour in, he turns the TV on to sees his sister blowing dudes over at Lover's Lane like it's gonna be the episode where Mary Sue like fucks a guy essentially like that's what's gonna be the next episode on TV or is this yeah. a one or is this like a one demon satellite just for Don Knotts to look and he's the only one I who can wish see it. the movie would have told us because I don't I would fucking love- know. 
Well, well he's he he gives them the reaction when he comes back into the TV. It's like I see it, but I guess there's no way to know if anyone else is seeing it too, or if this is no translating over in into the real world. No, yeah. no clue. It'd be nice to know. It'd be it, nicer. I, I think it would have been easier, like if they both came back, it could just be like we were gone. We learned a lesson about ourselves. Yep. You know, I, I don't back. know if you guys have watched the recent episode of Big Mouth where people like change the, the kid or not episode season, but the kids wind up changing places. The, with- that was the finale. And <laughs> Jesus Christ, too much, too much. It I'm way behind. Like, yeah, they had to that. learn a lesson. We're having a switching episode. This is so great. I, I can't do an impression Those of that are pretty good. It was That's typically not That was a terrible impression. But it's like that part where it's just like you just the second we learn a lesson we can go back to our regular bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, oh God, yeah. That, but but that's the thing. If it was just this continuation of once you learn a lesson you can go home. So like David learned. Well, we'll talk about what the message of the film is. But basically, he learned to be a little more assertive, more confident of himself. He can go back to the real world. Mary Sue Jennifer learned that, like she said, I've done the slut thing. I'm over it. Okay, bring that back, which is a whole. We don't have time, but bring that back to the real world. Like one boy who was your boyfriend. (laughs) No, she had she had felt it, but wasn't quite like super confident. And she's like, "I'm gonna stay here for a while. Hopefully, Don Knotts lets me come back." Right? I I have no way of getting out. Right? Yeah. Yeah, There, there it it is. It makes no sense because yeah, Toby takes the remote with him. So it's just like it would have been a better. I think we're we're obviously overthinking. That's what we do here. But it just would have wrapped it up better if they both came back with the lessons that they've learned whatever they are whatever the message of this film is which we'll cover in a second then it's just like oh they were just gone for a little bit they had this little i feel like this happens a lot in movies and tv shows like you go on this adventure you come back and nothing has changed except in the jumanji films you go into jumanji the world changes sure the world changes while you're in jumanji yeah i think my, my problem here with this whole thing if we are to believe that them going to Pleasantville like changes this show, changes the reruns, all that, Pleasantville goes from being like another one of these 50s family sitcoms into the most monumental show in TV history. Like it's oh, yeah. the first show to introduce all these different topics. It is, I mean, imagine watching this go down. Like this is, you've now introduced like the Twilight Zone to Leave it to Beaver and it's canon. Um yeah. Like yeah. all of these, all these trailblazing, you know, changes would have happened. It would have changed TV forever after that. Like, yeah, we went from being you can't show a turlet to like, oh no, Mary Sue is having sex with people, and they are throwing you know benches through the the glass windows of the yeah. soda shop with a naked woman painted on the side. Right, so would have been yeah. the the most like. Uh, iconic show in tv history for doing all these things first yeah yeah it doesn't yeah the tv that's the part of it. the tv show aspect of it no, really i yeah they didn't split uh, a circle i honestly think they get back and no one knows anything that happened so i don't think anyone's no one saw jennifer, it but then? no one saw jennifer's it, but gone bro that, that's she's me, gone uh, no, I mean you maybe add a couple seconds at the end where uh, you got Toby Maguire putting up like missing, missing posters or something. Because yeah. <laughs> what what else do you do? He knows what happened. How do you explain that to your mother? And she she is gone and never coming back. And oh, by right. the way, the daughter on my favorite TV show of all time is identical to her. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it looks it's like this is Black Mirror all of a sudden. Yeah, mm. very much so. So yeah, so that's the weird. The ending doesn't really make sense. And then the message of this film, 
a couple I've just written down here. Uh, the modern day is a little bit scary, but it's better than the past. Um, mm. I, I hear be... <laughs> Joe Joe Rogan says this all the time. I hate doing oh, this. No, where is this going? I hate doing this. Is Hang on, inward? listen to me. He said, "No." He always <laughs> says, "Think about the past. We are living at the best time to be alive okay. in history. No matter how many bad things are happening right now." Think back to the 50s for a lot of people. Think back to the 1800s, the 1700s, the 1600s for most people. I counter with prehistory. You wake up, go mm. catch your food and kick it in a hammock all fucking day. Like that seemed fine. I think you're overcomplicated the run a lot. Shit. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, depends on where you were. I'm talking just very in a general, the most in general possible history. sense. In modern yeah, history, this I mean, we're not like it's better to be alive history? now than no. most of the time before Which is, this. You know. Racism, uh, misogyny, the patriarchy—all yeah, that stuff bad. exists. It's you could very argue, real. You could argue ninety-eight was better than this. Ninety-eight was economy was rocking and rolling. Yeah. We had For not three more years until it right, boom. right. Ninety-eight was okay. Mm. All right, so that's it's a little unclear the point there that they're making. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> the other one is uh, be happy with what you have. Maybe on the inside, I don't. I know. I truly don't know what we're doing with this film. I don't um, fucking know. And then maybe uh, getting in touch with your feelings brings you into color, focus to life. Like I don't. I truly. I don't know. I don't See, know if, what. If anything, that's the message. But Bob getting in touch with his feelings was, I want to murder this kid. Hey, my life yeah. is better now. Like owning up to wanting to murder somebody yeah. is not a great message. But yes. I also think like he gives that speech to his mom about like, hey, mom. There is no such thing as the perfect this, the perfect. Yeah. So, I don't know what we're doing, but that's the film. We did yeah. it. We talked yeah. about it. Add a little sex and a little literature and everyone turns to color. It happens. <laughs> that's the message. That's the message. Uh, God, guys, one of the things we like doing on this pod is taking a look at a minor character to see if this movie was the start of big things or the peak of their whole career. So it's time for an IMDb deep dive. Dana, who are we gonna dive on this week? This is like very hard because a lot of people in this film, like I can honor what this this category is about. Was this the start of something for people? I won't pick the obvious choice, but I am gonna pick one that is like, yeah, we know her and shit. I could have done Paul Walker. McGuire. I could have done Paul Walker. <laughs> you could have Paul Walker, yeah. But I won't do Paul Walker again. I could have. This is only like his third movie credit. Was this before the skulls or after the skulls? This was all before. Okay. Yeah, yeah you could. The have next movie, because yeah. like the movie before this is like the Deedles, whatever that movie was. Meet the Deedles. Oh, meet, meet the, the Deedles. Yeah. Then it's this one. Then it's Varsity Blues. So I technically could have done. Okay. But I'm not going to. Um, was he instead, Tammy the T Rex? Yes. There's also okay. that one. Yes. All yes, right. yes, yes, yes. Oh god. We should, we're gonna do that for the pod one of these days. It is unwatchable. <laughs> I know they did that on how to just get made, but I'm gonna do they for sure did. Um Maggie Lawson. I don't she is just one of the two named girls that are part of the crew. I did not recognize her. Um and basically up until this point, she was just you know, one episode um characters on you know sitcoms and TV shows. Then she's in Pleasantville. Um, she winds up being on Felicity for a bit, uh, ER, Party of Five. Um, let's see. 
she's on a couple of episodes of Inside Schwartz, which I think is a Breckenmeyer vehicle. That sounds right to me. Um, yep. yep. She's, I feel like it, it still takes her a while to to get things like cooking. Um, but then I think she winds up being on Psych for a while, if I remember this correctly. Okay. She, uh, she may have been on the full run. Yeah, she yeah, was on she the was. full run. Good for her. Never watched it, but was aware of it. It's actually it's not. It's basically. I know people uh, love it. I love Dula, I'll watch for Dula fake Hill. Do any, Dula yeah. Hill is awesome. He's very also fun. never really watched Scrubs. <laughs> Little bits and pieces never really got. Oh my god, well, that's a fantastic show. I hear anyway, that. we'll move on. Um, but yeah, she's on Psych <laughs> for the whole entire run. She's in Two and a Half Men. Um, there's some show called Angel from Hell, The Great Indoors. She's in Psych the movie. A lot of TV after this. Oh, uh-huh. she was on that show, The Ranch. Poor woman. Um, oh, Danny Masterson. You, you, huh? yeah. you like Sam Elliott? I love Sam Elliott, but unfortunately, yeah, but Danny Masterson. Danny yeah. Masterson is, he in, is he in prison yet? He's in prison right now, right? Close. Soon. Okay. I think he was a sentence. He was just sentenced, cool. Good. potentially. Um, she was on the ill fated Lethal Weapon uh, oh, God. Show, TV show. Remember, they had to recast somebody in that show for being super racist Damon. or whatever? Murtaugh. Damon, Damon Wayans, <laughs> right? right? Well, yeah. not not Damon Wayans, the oh. other guy. They had to recast. The as oh, the other guy. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, just reaction. like Mel, just like Mel Gibson. So <laughs> just he's like Mel Gibson. <laughs> just really method actor. That's all it is. He was just yeah, getting into it. She was on Real the Santa Clarita. Oh yeah, Santa Clarita Diet. We'll get Sean William Scott to come in for a season yeah, and then cancel. That's Got what it. it was. Got it. Took yeah. me a minute. That's exactly what happened. And Jesus. then she's been in the latest two psych movies, and she's about to, or she just appeared in a movie called A Lot Like Christmas. So she's been working uh, steadily since this psych, movie came out. Psych movies? Mm-hmm. Really? I think they do them for Peacock. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for Holy sure. People shit. love that show. Love it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. It was, I mean, it's it's one of those like, um, I feel like Suits had like a really, really oh, yeah. dedicated fan base that wasn't huge, but like, Psych, very passionate. Psych three. This is yeah. Gus. Yeah, <laughs> it's, Gus. A, it's a, a USA uh, show that's a banger that people. I would sometimes just put it on when I need to go to sleep. It's got that same Scrubs vibe of a white guy and a black guy being buddies. So yeah, like Monk also is one of those people. Oh, like God. people who love Monk love Monk. I'm like, I don't. Monk's good. Watching Tony Shalhoub be uncomfortable. I don't want to watch that. Yeah, so long no, as good. we can get, as long as we can get Corbin Bur- Burnson for a reasonable price, we'll keep <laughs> making these movies. Yeah. <laughs> also on Monk, you get Buffalo Bill. Ted Devine is his like. Oh, boy. Uh, oh yeah. Hey, like, Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Guys, uh, a great big old fat person. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> Two great big old no. fat person. Oh, wait. Okay, guys, that does bring us to okay. the end of this episode. And just like the end of the school year, that means it's time to hand out some superlatives. I only have two this week. Um, there were other teenagers, but like I think they were deliberately devoid of any depth or character development, so I can't really do anything for them. Uh, so I'll do the two that got some actual development here. Um, Jen is most likely to be the first TV character to receive an abortion in her spinoff, Marry Me, Marry Sue. Oh. Spinoff from this, for sure, where she goes up to college and then it's the 60s and shit changes. Like, um, oh, uh, well, we said Maud, but uh, Rhoda. Rhoda, the spinoff of Mary Tyler Moore. Which then became Hogan's Family. 
Oh my God. Yeah, that's yeah, Jesus Jason Christ. Bateman. Uh-huh. And uh David is most likely to be institutionalized for insisting that he really did travel into a TV show with the help of his enchanted remote control. His life is fucked after this. Like you have been through some shit and no one's gonna believe you. Um yeah. this next movie is Dave's pick. Dave, what are we gonna talk about next? Um We've seen a movie by this particular director before. We hated it. It was very bad. Oh. Um, he, he Narrow it down. Narrow uh, it down. only seen a couple movies. This the, the, he's, he's only done a couple movies before, but he also wrote the book that became the screenplay for this movie as well. So it's very weird to have someone both write the book, write the screenplay, and direct the movie all at the same time. 2012... I don't know if you guys had to read this book in high school, but The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh. Um, I know that title, and that's it. Yeah. Wait, haven't wait. read the book. You know what? You are in for it, because it was a big part of high school for me. And uh, Ezra Miller? Ezra Miller being... Emma Watson? Before, uh, Emma Watson. You can keep going down. There's... <laughs> Dylan Dylan McDermott, Joan Cusack, Paul Rudd plays the teacher. It's a, oh, Joan Cusack. So many people in this movie, mm. and it's a story that if, if you don't have context and didn't have to read the yeah, full never, breadth of no the context. book in high school, you no. might think you might think the movie's good. Oh. So we'll see. We'll right. see. We'll see what you no think. We'll well, I, I I haven't seen the movie in nine nine years, so oh. Okay. Um, Okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what you think. I'm excited. I honestly thought you were going to give us a Cameron Crowe film. That's what what's I the other too. film this guy has done? A uh, little movie called Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, dear, fuck that Evan. movie. He directed no. the <laughs> musical adaptation for HBO of Dear Evan Hansen. Katie Holman, yes. I'm very sorry. Fuck that movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I definitely just like smacked my knee on my desk because I was so upset when you said. <laughs> I saw you flail all of a sudden. Yep. Okay. Oh, Dana movie, has to get to the hospital. Terrible. Oh my Guys. god. <laughs> Guys, that does it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave us a five star review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Recapping Gown Pod and join our Facebook group, the Recapping Gown Fan Club. We'll keep the discussion going on there all week. If you guys have any opinions or memories of this movie, we'd love for you to hop in and let us know what you think. But if you didn't like what you heard, to quote Don Knotts, you don't deserve this place. You don't deserve to live in this paradise. Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week.